Hello, and welcome to Worth Repeating, a podcast designed to bring you encouragement, inspiration, and insight through text. Every episode will focus on a specific text, passage, or speech from the past, along with some brief reflections on its value and implications for the present. My name is Todd Williams, and I'll be your reader of these words worth repeating. Recently, we've been celebrating the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11's moon landing in July of 1969. The successful completion of that mission was the culmination of decades of hard work and sacrifice on the part of so many. In honor of those accomplishments, I've selected a poem written by John Gillespie McGee entitled High Flight. The poem was written in 1941. McGee was a 19-year-old American who had joined the Royal Canadian Air Force a year before the United States entered the war. Tragically, he was killed in training before he saw combat. But just prior to his death, he wrote this poem, which he referred to as his little ditty. It was sent home to his parents in a letter in which he remarked that he began writing it at 30,000 feet and concluded it by the time he had landed. It's inspirational, the language is beautiful, and it has become part of our popular culture. Though relatively unknown today, it has played a significant role in our history. My comments following the reading will clarify those things. High Flight by John Gillespie McGee. Oh, I have slipped the surly bonds of earth and danced the skies on laughter-silvered wings. Sunward I've climbed and joined the tumbling mirth of sun-split clouds and done a hundred things you have not dreamed of, wheeled and soared and swung high in the sunlit silence, hovering there. I've chased the shouting wind along and flung my eager craft through footless halls of air. Up, up the long, delirious, burning blue, I've topped the windswept heights with easy grace, where never lark nor ever eagle flew. And while with silent lifting mind I've trod the high, untrespassed sanctity of space, put out my hand and touched the face of God. The poem is a short one. It takes just about a minute to read it in its entirety, but there is so much that could be talked about. In thinking about the implications of this brief text for us in the day in which we live, it's hard to separate the text from the man who wrote it, and it's hard to separate the text from those whom it inspired for generations to come. I think the background of it is very interesting. John Gillespie McGee was just 19 years old when he wrote it. I can imagine the kind of character that he possessed choosing to volunteer for the Canadian Royal Air Force before his own nation entered the war because he believed it was the right thing to do. But also, the words seem so inspired and so powerful in the way that they're constructed for a 19-year-old to have that kind of depth of soul 
is really something to behold. And I can imagine that his experiences training as a fighter pilot uh, there uh, in England really were formative for him. And then how tragic it is that he would die when his Spitfire collided with another plane in a training exercise. He sent what he referred to as his little ditty home to his parents, informing them that he had begun writing the verse at 30,000 feet and had concluded it just prior to landing on the ground. And how powerful it is that he references the beauty of his surroundings and the kind of ease and grace with which he navigated the air and concludes with that powerful line about touching the face of God. It is uh, really striking that John Gillespie McGee died prior to conducting any acts of heroism, but he did give us this poem and In thinking about it, one of the things that I find particularly interesting is how well this poem took root in American popular culture. It's almost inconceivable today to think of a poem written by uh, someone serving in the armed forces would actually find its way into such a prolific position in popular culture. But Orson Welles recorded a version of it in 1942, which became wildly popular. And uh, another thing worth noting is that television stations actually used recitation of the poem prior to their sign-offs in the old days when there would be dead air overnight. This poem would often be recited just prior to those television channels signing off for the night, which means it would have been heard by a lot of people in our culture. And obviously it inspired astronaut James Irwin, who carried it to the moon with him during the Apollo 15 mission. And then President Ronald Reagan, who served in the armed forces during the Second World War and was obviously a student of the culture and knew uh, what was going on in America during those decades that followed the Second World War, chooses to use that text. He said, the crew of the space shuttle Challenger honored us by the manner in which they lived their lives. We will never forget them, nor the last time we saw them this morning as they prepared for their journey and waved goodbye and slipped the surly bonds of earth to touch the face of God. I doubt that John Gillespie McGee had any idea that his quote unquote little ditty would have such an impact upon the nation. I think that McGee was part of a cultural phenomenon that's kind of a special thing in American history. Generations of young Americans looked up to the pioneers of aviation from the Wright brothers right on through, men and women who were inspiring figures who lifted our vision and brought us together whether it was the pilots of the First and Second World War or since, or the astronauts after whom so many schools are named in America. Uh, This is a part of our history that is one that might be good to reacquaint ourselves with. And certainly the celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 landing on the moon uh, 
reminds us of that. But as I said in my opening comments, those accomplishments were part of a decades-long commitment. I'm reminded of President Kennedy's words when at Rice University he said, we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That hard work and setting those goals did more than inspire a generation of young Americans to want to be a part of aviation and space exploration. It united the country around hard things that needed to get done. When we look at the world in which we live, uh, it is fitting that we would remember these kinds of accomplishments, these kinds of heroes and examples as inspiration that we can unite ourselves behind common problems and work towards common goals. And it's fitting that we would remember these kinds of words because it is in McGee's awe-inspired reflection of God's creation and humankind's interaction with it in flight that gives his poem its eloquence. He slipped the surly bonds of earth and touched the face of God.